Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine and radio show for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. I do thank you for tuning in to our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana neighbors, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer, for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about a program which provides for an all-inclusive care for the elderly. So stay to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, August the 20th, and we're broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up our August issue, The Best of Times, at one of our 270 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about our magazine and radio show. We do appreciate hearing from you. Remember, if you're unable to find a printed copy to pick up at one of our 270 distribution locations, you can always visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine. you can listen to previously broadcast shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. In addition, you can view and download a current copy of the 2022 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. Just a reminder, our friends at Ernest Arlene's has brought back the Best of Times special dinner each and every Thursday from 4.30 p.m. to closing with fabulous meals at a highly discounted price of only $25. They also have, they also have entertainment and, a, and free valet parking. It is highly recommended due to the popularity of this Thursday night's Best of Times special at Ernest that you make reservations in advance by calling 318-226-1325. Again, that phone number is 318-226-1325. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're with our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and Bear Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and a bear stunning country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas. I do thank you for taking time to listen to our radio show today. Joining me on my show today are two special guests. is Miss Elizabeth Atkins, who is the Deputy Assistant Secretary to, of the Office of Aging and Adult Services in the state of Louisiana, and Miss Allison Allison 
Vuljoin, who is the Quality and Research Division Director. And I've asked them to come on our show to discuss several programs that the Office of Aging and Adult Services provide. But especially, we want to talk about this all-inclusive care for the elderly, commonly known as PAY. So thank you, Elizabeth. And thank you, Allison, for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. So tell us what is PACE? What is well, I know, hey, I used to be a Fed. <laughs> I used to be a, a government employee. We always love acronyms. As one of my predecessors back in, God, 50 years ago said, we have to talk in acronyms, Gary, because if we don't, our speeches last an hour longer, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. That's correct. But the audience sometimes hates acronyms, and uh, over the years, I had more people, you know, get so much confused by all these acronyms, especially when people from the other countries come in, they try to learn some of our acronyms. So so go ahead, explain what PACE is about. Uh, and PACE stands for a Program of All-Inclusive Care for the Elderly. Um, it's an integrated system of care uh, that's community-based, and it's comprehensive and coordinated, which means that... Um, all Medicare services are provided, all Medicaid services are provided, transportation to and from doctor's appointments and to the patient center, which is the hub is the Dope Healthcare, a clinic and therapy. Uh, plus they have to provide uh, vision, dental and audiology services. So it's very comprehensive. And the beauty of it is that um, the person has, has, a full team of medical professionals managing their care, making sure they're on the right medications. Um, they'll no longer see six doctors and, you know, be on 25 medications most likely because PACE kind of cuts through all that because they have their uh, interdisciplinary team. They have a medical director, if physicians, nurses, et cetera. And um, it, I think um, we'll talk a little bit later but I think it's a real benefit to family. Good. So uh, one question I have is, is PACE unique to Louisiana or is it in all 50 states? It's not in all 50 states, but uh, it's, I think, in 31 states. Um, it started out in San Francisco with the Asian population, and it was created as a kind of a pilot program and over the in, in the early 70s. And over the years, it's evolved into... Uh, a real presence in uh, in the states. A real a real uh, good option for elders and older people with disabilities. So explain all this. It's a federal and state program where the, the the feds contribute as well as the state of Louisiana contributes. Correct. Correct. Um, if the person is eligible for Medicare, Medicare will will provide pay a monthly payment, and then. If they are eligible for Medicaid, then the state will provide a Medicaid payment, a monthly payment. And uh, if they're eligible for both, then both payments will be um, will be provided. And the whole goal is to use that money to keep people as healthy as possible. Um, because what they want is to stay in familiar surroundings. They want to make, maintain autonomy. And they want to maintain a maximum level of physical, social, and cognitive function. And also, I'm sure they, they do not want 
you know, the patient or the, the, the recipient to get sicker and sicker to more intensive care, which is more costly care, and out, some, well, sometimes the outcomes are not as good. So if they catch some of these diseases and illnesses early on, it's going to be less costly, and the outcomes are probably most of the times better. Isn't that right? Absolutely. So who do, what's the eligibility for a person in Louisiana to be part of this PACE program? Well, PACE, the PACE program has a service area, and it's defined as a parish or a zip code specific, uh, depending on kind of where it is geographically and how to clarify, classify it. Um, we have programs in New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and then we are... Um, we will be opening a new program in Shreveport and in Alexandria mid twenty twenty three. Wow. Okay. So we're we're it's not here yet, but it soon will be. It soon will be. Yes. Oh, that's good. In order, in order to qualify, a person has to be fifty five or older. They have to live in that service area. Um, they must be certified by the Department of Health uh, uh, as needing nursing facility level of care. And they have to be able to live safely in the community uh, at the time of enrollment. So that's kind of the parameter. And part of why this service area is so important is because PACE has to provide transportation to and from the PACE venture um, and to doctor's appointments. And it's important to us that um, these vulnerable people are not on a bus for three hours. So we, they can't be on the bus any longer than one hour. Whoa. So that's why the area is so important. Well, that's a that's a tough criteria, uh, to, especially I would think fathom in the New Orleans area. You could get stuck in traffic for sometimes an hour, uh, and it depends. <laughs> Been there, done that a few times. Uh, so, so I know my listeners are, 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 are you know mainly in Northwest Louisiana, so there there's an anticipation. So, uh, what? What's the benefits of this, whether they have regular traditional Medicare and Medicaid services in our, I hate to use the word, neck of the woods? So what's the differences? What's going to be the difference? And why should they, uh, can't wait for the PACE program to be in, in Shreveport and Lafayette? So the, the biggest difference for an individual is that whenever a person chooses to enroll in PACE, PACE really does bring together um, a person's care. So an, an older adult, someone over 55 years old living in their own home can absolutely go to their doctor. They go to a pharmacy. Um, they might need some personal care assistance. But um, using the traditional Medicare and Medicaid model, all of those services are delivered from different doctors, different providers. The beauty and benefit of PACE is when you enroll in PACE, PACE brings all of those separate services under one umbrella. Um, an older adult maybe with some complex health needs or maybe an older adult who needs to see multiple specialists when that person enrolls in PACE, now they go to one provider, they go to that PACE provider, that PACE provider brings all of that separate care together into one package, 
all of those doctors are meeting with each other. They're all reviewing the medications together. Um, PACE is providing the medication to the person through their pharmacy. They can even order physical therapy, occupational therapy, speech therapy, um, all through that one PACE provider. It's really helpful to an older person sometimes navigating our, our kind of complicated health delivery system. It can be challenging for an older person. When you enroll in PACE, it's sort of like it becomes this one-stop shop for that individual where these separate things are brought together into to one thing. Um, the hub of PACE is that adult day healthcare. Um, it's a, a center located in the community um, that people can go and you, you get to visit with and meet other participants also enrolled in PACE. Um, PACE centers really take a lot of time to um, really nurture people, really um, enhance social activities. Um, everybody likes to be busy and visit with others, and PACE provides that along with all this medical care. Wow. You can see the doctor if you're at the PACE center. Mm -hmm. You can get therapies. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's really convenient. So, so do PACE, I, do you call them enrollees or beneficiaries? What do you call them? Um, participants. So the, the, their, the participants, I'm um, trying to think more criteria. If somebody is uh, wheelchair bound or walker bound, are they eligible or do they have to be totally ambulatory? Um, so when we talk about needing nursing facility level of care, um, it's the same criteria that anyone requesting to admit into Louisiana nursing home must meet. That criteria, um, we look at several different areas. We look at a person's physical ability. So we're looking at um, how a person walks, how a person maybe moves in bed, how a person eats, how a person uses the restroom and, and takes a bath or shower. Um, we also look at how a person, um, how their memory is, how they make day-to-day -day decisions. We look at how frequent or how often is a person needing to see their doctor? Is the doctor having to order a lot of tests back-to-back? -back? Is there a lot of intensive oversight from a physician? We also look at things like the receipt of physical therapy and occupational therapy. Um, so when we talk about being eligible, we look at all of those different areas. A person needs to satisfy of six different areas. A person only needs to satisfy one. So a person might be very physically independent, but cognitively, maybe that person lives with dementia or Alzheimer's and they need a lot of support making safe decisions. That person might be eligible through that cognitive route, not necessarily the physical route. Another person might be very cognitively intact and able to direct their care, but maybe physically they need hands-on assistance to do things throughout the day. So that person would be eligible through that physical um, pathway. So if you're, is, does PACE have a, um, a monetary 
factor um, being a part of Medicaid? I'm sure it does. Uh, so there's a a, a a household or an individual um, annual benefit, right? So whenever a person enrolls and pays, they they do need to either be Medicare eligible or Medicaid eligible or eligible for both Medicaid and Medicare. So they don't have to be Um, eligible for Medicaid only? um, No, they could have only Medicaid. And that's typically your your 55 to 64 population as as discussed or as uh, related to the age requirement. Okay. So within Medicaid, um, there there is um, an eligibility, a special income limit eligibility criteria that we can apply to individuals requesting our long-term care programs. PACE does meet the criteria to apply the special income limit. That means for a person, um, that means that we're able to apply um different income limits than that of just regular and traditional Medicaid. The income limits are higher. um, And that's just out of recognition that long-term care needs are quite costly. Well, that's definitely true. Going back to one thing you said, which I I did, I think my listeners caught, you you advocate and provide for, in those particular places where PACE is implemented, uh, adult daycare. Is that correct? Did I hear right? Yeah, so adult day healthcare is sort of the center of the PACE program. Awesome. Um, our current PACE programs um, uh, all have an adult day healthcare component. Um, the individuals that do attend PACE come to really, really enjoy and value the opportunity to be able to go to the PACE center, um, visit with their friends, see other people who are also involved with PACE. Um, individuals over time really get to know the different staff, the doctors, the nurses at the PACE center. And so when you go to that center, that adult day healthcare, that's where um, they get to interact and visit with others. Well, I, I see being a former home health care administrator, I see the and also a, a former adult day, I, I saw the tremendous benefit of just socialization and how it had helped uh, individuals who might have had chronic illness or even more severe illness to get better because they're 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 being more positive rather than being home alone negative. Isn't that right? Absolutely, absolutely. For um, a vulnerable older adult, social isolation can can really, really have a negative benefit on a person's health. So when you have the opportunity to, to be a part of a social scene um, that's accessible, um, a person maybe with, who's a wheelchair user or maybe a person with Alzheimer's or dementia, um, sometimes having those social interactions is a little bit more challenging. But these pace centers are made to support all older adults that might live with those vulnerable conditions. So it, it gives an opportunity for socialization, which is so beneficial to, to everyone's health, but mostly um, a vulnerable adult. Well, I, I hope our listeners heard that because some of their family members think that I don't want them being around anybody else. They may catch something. I mean, I've heard that once recently by uh, by a uh, 
a son of a, an elderly person. I said, really? Your, your father is all by himself at home every day, and you go to work, and nobody sits, comes back, and so most of the times you go out. I, I feel sorry for the gentleman. I know he is. They would go to an adult daycare center. I mean, and uh, he said, well, I, I'm, I'm scared they're going to be, he's going to catch some dreadful disease or COVID or whatever. I said, it's a possibility, but it, just think of what's going to the positive effects. Think about all the positive things, rather all the negative things regarding it. So let's hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who do make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, probably presented by AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Town and Country Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Gary Coligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Downing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my radio show is Miss Elizabeth Atkins, who is the Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Office of Aging and Adult Services of Louisiana, and also Allison Vuljoin, who is a Quality and Research Division Director, and they're both discussing the various programs that the Office of Aging and Adult Services of Louisiana minister, but also, but especially their all-inclusive care program for the elderly, known as PACE. So. Thank you, Elizabeth, and thank you, Allison, for joining us here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. It's good to be here with you. So tell our listeners, um, there, there are probably many thousands of them are familiar with some of your other home and community-based services, definitely in the state of Louisiana. So tell them what makes, what, why is, what's PACE different? Is, is it better than what they're going to get, what they currently have? Yes, it's definitely better because um, the whole core care coordination piece that Elizabeth was talking about, um, they, they basically have a care team who is devoted to keeping them as healthy as possible. And um, that's what they want. That's what the family wants. So it's, you know, kind of working together toward a th- the same goal. Um, and I, I think it's really helpful for families, too. Um, it does take pressure off for families to, you know, make doctor's appointments and go to the doctor's appointments, make sure the pharmacy has the change in medications, make sure mama gets the physical therapy. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of coordination that families are having to do. And many of these families have their own family that right. they're trying to care for. So, um, so I think it's, you know, that one stop shop, um, really helps give families just the peace of mind knowing that these things are being cared for, uh, being taken care of, and that their family member is being cared for. And talking about the Adult Day Health Center, that really does help families who are working because they can, uh, they know mom's going to a safe environment, she's getting nutritious meals, she's, you know, participating in activities, and, um, and they can pick her up on the way home. Um, and knowing that they're in a safe environment. Um, the participant can see the primary care physician at the case center, um, which is also a huge benefit. So I see we talk a lot about benefits to the participant, but the, the benefit participants 
the participant benefits because the family also benefits. And, that, and that's important. Many programs do not benefit the families in, in, in a way that we would like it to. Uh, sometimes they say it's a burden on them, even though the the loved ones getting the benefits. But sometimes the, the the family members get a lot of the 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 some of the pain and some of the administrative and other tax that they have to they have to schedule around as well. So I know my listeners again. I'm thinking about questions that they might be having here. Is there a lot of them know about the waiver program? Is there a waiver? Is there a waiting list for Pace when it's being implemented in in Baton Rouge and in New Orleans? So currently at this time, there is no wait to enroll in a Pace program, and that applies to our Lafayette, Baton Rouge, or New Orleans location. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So um, the enrollment process takes about 30 to 60 days on average. Um, so if a person might be interested, we can, they don't have to wait to get a slot. They don't have to wait to be next in line. We can start working pretty quickly with that PACE program to enroll the individual. So Elizabeth, I take it a PACE uh, administrative nurse or caseworker goes out and does the evaluation at where the person is residing. Is that true? Um, so it depends on the PACE center and it depends on the situation. Um, sometimes what's beneficial to the individual, the participant and their family is for the, the PACE staff to go meet with the person at their home. Sometimes there's a benefit to that individual going into the PACE center and having those initial assessments and evaluations at the PACE center. Um, in terms of location for the initial um, step to get admitted into the program, it, it it's quite flexible. We're looking to meet the needs of the individual, whether that be at the center or at the individual's home. So does the, the, the PACE program, if the person applies or wants to seek it, do they lose all their other traditional benefits of Medicaid? They might have signed up for one of the five or so uh, Medicaid plans, health care plans. So it, it it transitions to the the PACE provider network, the PACE, the PACE system. Is that true? Correct. Correct. Transitions is a great, great word to describe that process. So while while an individual would no longer be enrolled in their, their healthy Louisiana Medicaid plan or they would no longer receive services through that traditional Medicare model, the services received, the health care services, the long-term care services, the pharmacy services would all transition to this PACE provider. And that PACE provider would provide any and all acute care needs, medical needs, pharmacy needs, therapy needs, long-term care needs. Okay, even that's what my follow-up question, the long-term care needs. Let's say they're they're getting... Um they're getting personal care assistance at home three days a week for a few hours. Mm-hmm. Is that still provided? Are they going to lose that, and they have to go, they have to go to uh, the adult daycare center? So those those in home care needs would be met and provided by the PACE organization. Wow, and that's 
we see quite commonly. Um, so sometimes an older adult um, maybe needs some assistance in the morning getting dressed, getting ready for the day. So PACE has the flexibility to provide an in-home worker, an in-home direct support worker to help that person get up and get ready. Maybe that's the day that the PACE Center provides transportation over to that day program component. Um, transportation back home at the end of the day, and maybe the individual needs some additional help in the home to get ready for bed, to take a bath, to have some dinner. Um, PACE would be the provider for all of that support and care. Um, and that's something that their interdisciplinary team routinely um, meets as a collective group. They, they work through those needs. They work on addressing those needs. And then arrange the services for the individual. So Elizabeth and Allison, can you tell us what's the impact been in the community and how are the participants and family members responding? I'm sure you do customer service evaluations, et cetera. Has it all been quite positive? We do, we do. And and it is. It is. Um pace um in our current locations of Lafayette, Baton Rouge, and New Orleans has had a really positive impact on the community. Pace um, feels feels a need that really supports older adults. Um, sometimes there's a gap in care for older adults, and Pace, because it's so incredibly comprehensive, feels those gaps. Whenever an older person in our neighborhood, in our community, has comprehensive medical care, pharmacy care, long-term care, that person is able to live in their own home longer, um, and all of those things just benefit our community. That's 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 a fantastic. Okay, here's a here's a follow-up question. It's not being negative, but I learned through my friends um, in various organizations that there is a tremendous waiting list for uh for long-term care uh, the waiver slots uh in the thousands why couldn't some of these people in those areas that may be in our sister cities of baton Rouge, new orleans lafayette apply for the pace program is there a limitation or is there no. a rationale is there a rationale why <laughs> No, a person um, absolutely should a, an older adult or a person living with a disability and they're waiting for our community choices waiver, right. that person may absolutely um, contact us and, and we can support them in applying to a role in PACE. If a person enrolls in PACE, it doesn't remove them from that registry for Community Choices Waiver. Wow. So when name comes up for Community Choices Waiver, that individual would be given the option to switch over to Community Choices Waiver, or they can choose to continue to stay in pay. We, we really do work to provide flexibility to people. We know that people's needs might be different. So we really strive to be flexible. And this is an example of one way that we are flexible. So for any of your listeners in the um, greater Lafayette, New Orleans or Baton Rouge areas that are waiting for that community choices waiver, they, they might really enjoy pace 
give us a call and we can help align that person and begin that pace enrollment process. Okay, give us the give the phone number so they don't have so to look it up. Phone, sure, the phone number a person would call is 877-456-1146. Again, that's, that's eight, go ahead. 877-456-1146. You contact that number. You let us know that you're interested in enrolling in PACE. We'll collect some information from you, like your date of birth, your address, your telephone number, um, and we can we can get you aligned with the PACE program. And again, just to reiterate, it doesn't remove you from that Community Choices Waiver waitlist. And when your name comes up for that program, you will be given the option to switch over or remain with PACE. But correct me if I'm wrong, you, didn't you mention that some of the services that the, the CHOICE program provides will be also provided by PACE? Yes, yes. What, what we find is that when people do enroll in PACE, even when that community choices waiver opportunity comes by, they choose to stay with PACE because PACE is so comprehensive. Our community choices waiver is a great community-based option for people. It provides very, very comprehensive long-term care services. But what makes PACE different is PACE combines those long-term care services with those medical services. So we do see that when people enroll in PACE, they really like that all of those support needs are brought together under under one umbrella, um, and they they choose to stay with PACE. Well, it's it's already impressed me. I hope it's impressed my listeners, and I do advocate everyone out there. If you have family members or friends in other parts of our state, make sure you let them know about this program, especially if they're on the waiting list. Because I know many of people are on the waiting list in, in, the, in the southern part of our in our wonderful state. And uh, so the other aspect, I know my listeners in my neck of the woods here are, are saying, and you mentioned that hopefully soon it will be in the, the, the Shreveport in Alexandria. Did I correct me if I'm wrong? You said Shreveport in Alexandria or just the Shreveport Bozier? So that's, that's Shreveport. And the, the reason why it takes so long to implement in a certain is getting everything in a row and to coordinate it. Correct, correct. So um, it takes a while for a new pace center to stand up because when they open their doors, they want to be fully ready to support people. So it takes time for that new pace organization to get together their their doctors, their specialists, their pharmacy services, their building. Um, they have to build a pace center um and so so the wait time to get it open is just out of it it does take a little bit of time to to build this network and and we want to be a hundred percent ready on opening day so you don't want to piecemeal open it you want to have you know a couple aspects of you want the whole comprehensive concierge type service And, yes, I, yes. and I agree. That's sometimes plans open and they just open part of it. And then, you know, the rest of the story, you hate to say, is not is not in place yet. And people say, I want it and it's not available. But why did I sign up now? Well, I'm sorry. So now I think it's a, a smart choice. Administratively, uh, being a health care administrator, I think it's good to have the whole complete package rather than piecemealing it, piecemeal opening it. 
even though I'm sure some of my listeners are saying, well, I wish we could have just something. But, you know, what can I, what can, what can I say? But you're diligently yeah. looking and administrating, and it's not just in the planning. It's not just on the on the uh, things to do list. It's still it's being definitely done. Absolutely, absolutely. The two organizations for the Alexandria and Shreveport areas are are very committed and very hard at work um, with developing their their physician networks and getting their pay sites. So, um, if, to, so if my listeners out there want more information, they call that eight seven seven number that you just gave us. That's the is that the main number of that information line, or is that not the information line? So, so I'd like to give you two numbers. So okay. that's eight seven seven. Four five six one one four six. Perfect number for those listeners that know I want to enroll in PACE. Um, but if you have listeners that maybe need a little bit more information, maybe they just want to talk with us. Um, I'm going to provide our our general helpline. Okay. So our general helpline is eight six six seven five eight. Five zero three five. That's eight six six seven five eight five zero three five. That is our number. You will talk to a person here on at Office of Aging Adult Services. That's the number to call to have a, a general conversation. Maybe you feel like you need more information. Maybe you want to hear about our other options. Perfect number to call. Well, Elizabeth, that Elizabeth and Allison, thank you for joining. I learned a lot of new information. I know my listeners out there has learned as well. Hopefully, they'll share it with family and friends and others throughout our state. And I look forward to having this particular program being implemented in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. I'm sure it's going to be it's going to be very successful and very popular. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. I will want to invite you back, Elizabeth and Allison, to uh, to come back on one of our future radio shows to talk about many, the many other services that your office of aging and adult services provide to for for our citizens in our wonderful state is that okay Absolutely. We'd love to join you. Well, thank you again for taking time to, to educate us. I know it's a great education for me and others. Again, best wishes to you. And again, thank you for providing that wonderful information. Thank you so much. Everyone, I hope that you enjoyed this show. Be sure to l- listen in next Saturday on the Best of Times Radio Hour for another show that can benefit you or your loved ones. Do thank our sponsors and advertisers who support our radio show and our monthly magazine, The Best of Times. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of our magazine at one of our 270 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Kaligas wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 101.7 FM and 710 Keel.